It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome to the Having It All Podcast, the show about what it takes to live an abundant, loving life. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I'm helping you get out of your head so that you can truly have it all. Let's do it. What's up? What's up? Matthew Bivens here, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Super pumped for you to be here with me today. On this beautiful day, we get an opportunity to paint on the canvas of life. <laughs> I love that phrase, painting on the canvas of life. I actually heard it through my mentor recently, and it's just a beautiful visual for what we do here on the show. You know, we talk about painting on the canvas of life and looking at that painting and deciding whether or not it's a, it's a picture that we want to create. You know, because you are the artist, you are, are the creator of your experience. So it's great that you're here with me to paint on these beautiful canvases. And I'm really excited for today's episode. It's, it's a special one. I am going to be diving into my personal mission statement. Uh, I haven't done that in the show yet. Um, and I've been really excited to do this ever since I finished my personal mission statement, ever since I completed that process with my coach. And what I'm going to be doing today is I'm going to recite my mission statement to you, and then I'm going to unpack it for you line by line and talk about what I put in there and why. Because a personal mission statement, it's, it's, it's exactly that. It's incredibly personal. And once you hear about what I put in my statement, why I inserted things in there, you'll understand more just how powerful and just how intentional of a thing it is. And so I'm excited to do that because I really want you to have a mission statement that ignites a flame inside of you that is impossible to blow out. I would love for you to be so fired up by what you are playing for in life that the moment your eyes open in the morning, you are just overwhelmed with gratitude, with humility, and with excitement for the day. Excitement for what you're creating. Excitement for your ability, your opportunity to paint on your canvas, whatever you want. So that's what I am hoping to awaken within you by sharing my personal mission statement. And before we dive into that, I want to talk about magic. 
Man, I've had so much magic in the past number of days. Uh, I've been sharing it on the Balance Game app, and a number of you have have joined me on the app and have been following, so you've been able to see the magic. And, you know, I'll, I'll keep it simple right now because, you know, magic comes in all types of forms, right? And, and remember, magic is your ability to influence yourself, other people, or life itself to create something powerful to create something amazing, to create something exciting and empowering and healthy. So each time we do that, you know, we're creating these magical moments. And it's so important that we acknowledge these magical moments because you, right, you are a creator. You are a creator of these magical moments and you don't want to let them slip by. So acknowledging them is how we, we show appreciation for them. And really how we recognize ourselves as powerful creators. So magic of all sizes is important. And today I had some, some small magic. Uh, a neighbor of mine let me borrow his power tools so that I could build some raised bed garden boxes. No, is that what they're called? Raised garden boxes. Something like that. <laughs> I don't even know what they're called. But uh, basically I, I, I screwed some planks of wood together to make these little uh, beds for my vegetable garden. And I've been super excited to get into gardening this season. Um, I started my first garden last year and I absolutely loved it. It was, it was so therapeutic for me. There, oh man, it was just, it was beautiful. And being able to plant seeds and, and water them and nurture them and then see them grow fruit and you know grow food that I could then serve to my family. Oh man, it was it was a really beautiful experience. So I was really itching to get it done this year. And uh, my neighbor, you know, I have some wonderful neighbors, and you know, he let me borrow his equipment. So this afternoon, I was out there and with the power tools, and I was just you know doing my stuff and uh, and created these two wonderful um, beds that I'm going to now fill up with soil and get my my plants, my veggies, my my fruits in there, and so. I'm super excited, and that was magic for me, just being outside working with my hands. Total magic. I posted it on the app, by the way, so if you're on the Yorday Balance Game app, then uh, you'll see it, and you'll see a picture of the two. Uh, what raised? What is it called? Man, I got to look it up right now. I got my phone in front of me because I, uh, I watched a YouTube video to see exactly how to construct these, uh, these beds, so... I want to get it right because who you out there who are, are are also gardeners, you're laughing at me because I got the names all all backwards. Uh, so where is it? I look at it. How to build a raised garden bed? Okay, so that's all it is, a raised garden bed. So that's what I was doing today. So that was my magic, and um, I also want to acknowledge a listener. I want to acknowledge a listener who reached out to me recently, and uh, I've just been receiving some amazing emails, just feedback on the show. Um, and a lot of really great questions. Uh, I've had some 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 questions that have made me think, and I and I love that. Um, and for those of you who who are waiting on a response from me, just be patient. It's it's coming. It's coming. I appreciate your patience. Uh, as I've received more and more emails, it's you know it's something I, I just love giving personal responses to everybody. And um, I just found that the uh, the volume these days it just it requires me to really carve out some time to get it done, but. Like I, like I said in, in previous episodes, I respond to every email. So if you're waiting on me, just be patient. Uh, for today's listener shout out, it goes out to Zachary. And uh, Zachary, man, I appreciate your email. 
Um, I appreciate you sharing your story and, and what you're doing with the, uh, the youth in your community. Uh, I think it's a beautiful thing, particularly because you know, you're, you're a young guy yourself and for you to already be in that giving mindset um, is amazing. You know, you're, you're going to transform the lives of thousands and thousands of people. So I appreciate your email, Zachary. And I love the fact that you jumped on the Balance Chart app and started following me as well. So that was awesome to see a name that I recognized and, uh, you know, somebody who now I'm excited to watch you and see the habits that you do every day and just see the magic that you create. So Zachary, I appreciate you. Uh, if you would like to get in touch with me, you can shoot me an email, mattcbivens at gmail.com. Hit me up. Let me know if you've got some feedback for the show. Um, I, love, I love topic ideas. So if there's a topic you want me to discuss, please hit me up. You know, this show is for you. I, I do this show for you from day one. It's always been for you. And when you tell me what you want to hear, it is such a big, I don't know, a big gift to me. It's like, great, I get to create some content and, and, and share perspective on something that I absolutely know you're wanting. And so the best way, really the only way for me to know that is if you reach out and you tell me. So hit me up. I would love to uh, start a dialogue with you. And now, let's flow. Let's flow into this mission statement stuff. So let's see. I, I created my first personal mission statement about five years ago. And at the time, I, I did not understand the power, the power potential of the mission statement. And uh, even though I didn't truly understand what it could do for me, um, it still was a very, very important thing. And I really felt the impact of simply taking time out to write down what it was I was playing for. And what I mean by that, when I say what I'm playing for, I'm not talking about specific goals, right? Your mission statement doesn't necessarily include goals. So let's say your goal is to write a book in a year, right? Your personal mission statement is not necessarily going to say, you know, I want to have a book completed in 365 days. Rather, your mission statement is, uh, one great way, great way to think about it is, it, it acts as a North Star. It points you in the direction that you say you want to be traveling in, in your life. And so a mission statement is really a, a guiding force, right? It's something that, you know, you put down, this is a type of person I am I'm wanting to become. This is the person I want to grow into. These are the ways that I want to impact myself, other people, and the world. And you put those types of things into a mission statement. You write it up in a way that truly resonates with you. You know, you use language that 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 fires you up. Um, everything in the mission statement, like I said, is so intentional, and it's really something that. You know, you don't, it's not like a type of thing where you go and copy and paste somebody else's mission statement, change a few words here and there, because it's such a personal thing that going through your own process to really think about, for example, what roles are important in my life? And what do I want to create in those roles? How do I want to experience myself in those roles? You know, and what are my values? Like, what are the things in life that I value? And why do I value them? And if you had to rank them, what would the rank of those values be? And, and 
what are my gifts? What are those things that I just feel like come so naturally to me, right? And what are my talents? What are those things that I've worked at, that I've worked at very intentionally to develop over time? And now I'm at a certain level of mastery around them that I look around and I say, wow, this is something that I really excel in, you know? And, and, and what are my passions? What are those things that I just get so excited when I have the opportunity to put my hands on them and work on these things? I get so fill, like filled up. What are those things? Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Those are the types of elements that you want to put into your personal mission statement. And that's why it, it really is a very personal thing. So I've I've done a number of them, like I said, my first one was five years ago, and I believe since then I've done about four. Um, and this one that I, that I just completed is, has been, has gotten the most of my attention. Mm, let me back up. How, yeah, all of them have gotten my attention, but I've really poured myself into this one in a way that I hadn't in the past. I think part of that was because I just needed to understand, you know, kind of going through the process, but I took a while to develop this one. Um, this mission statement I'm going to read to you came together over the course of maybe eight to 10 weeks. It was a lot of sessions with my coach where we really sat down and talked about the things that I, that I outlined earlier, talked about my roles, some of my goals, some of my values, talked about my gifts, talents, and passions. You know, And we looked for those common threads and we really dug in and got our hands dirty on this thing. So it took a few months to put together. And that's why this one resonates so powerfully with me. And unlike the ones that I had created in the past. So let's just read this thing. I've got it pulled up on my phone right now. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read it twice, and then I'm going to go through and just sort of unpack it for you. So my personal mission statement right now is to play the game of experiencing life each and every day in full beast mode with humility and childlike faith while being authentic with my voice and choice and being all in as I surrender to a life of principles, love, and balance in order to transform fear to love and scarcity to abundance as I flow in the conviction of peace. I'll read it back one more time. To play the game of experiencing life each and every day in full beast mode with humility and childlike faith while being authentic with my voice and choice 
and being all in as I surrender to a life of principles, love, and balance in order to transform fear to love and scarcity to abundance as I flow in the conviction of peace. Reading this mission statement, it gives me goosebumps. And that's how I know I've got something powerful on my hands. Each and every word of this mission statement was carefully placed in here. You know, there's no fluff. And so it's, you know, it's a nice little, uh, I don't even know, it's, it's a long ass sentence. <laughs> if, it's, if, it's, if it's a sentence for those grammar folks out there, it's a, it's a run on sentence for sure. But that's because there's, there's a lot that I'm playing for right now. And there's a lot that I want to impact. And the person that I am becoming is a, is a hell of a person. So, and I say that with, you know, like what's written in here, full humility, because, you know, I get to, to craft this thing. So this is what I'm, I'm really going for right now. So let's dive into this thing. From the very beginning, the first two words, to play. That right there is totally me the idea of play. You know, I am a person that just has this fun-loving, playful, energetic nature about me. I always have. I've always just loved to be excited about things, uh, movement, right? Just dancing and moving and just being in that state of play has always been a part of who I am. And so that's why this mission statement starts out with the words to play. And then we move into the game of experiencing life. So initially it was to play the game of life. And then we changed it. We changed it to experiencing life because truly what I am looking to impact is my experience of life. How I feel about the life that I'm, I'm having. Right, because it's that it's that experience of life that I think all of us are, you know, when we run up against something that we don't like, it doesn't necessarily have to be the circumstance or the situation itself, but it's how we experience it. So I'm looking to experience life each and every day in full beast mode. So for those of you who've been listening for a while, you'll know that beast mode was my word of the year last year in 2017. Beast mode is when Matthew is fully activated. Beast mode is when I am in alignment with myself, when I'm alignment with source, when I'm truly coming from a place of love. Beast mode is ultimate surrender, surrender of my ego, surrender of what I think I know about myself, surrender fears. Beast mode is like, I mean, come on. I think everybody has heard the term beast mode. It's like you get into, you know, as a video game person, right? If, if a character gets into beast mode, they're unstoppable. They're unfuckwittable. You can't mess with someone in beast mode. And it's not because that person is ultra aggressive or very violent or just so cocky that you just can't. Nah, beast mode is that just like cool, calm, peaceful power. And so that's why to play the game of experiencing life each and every day in full beast mode, that's how I'm starting out this mission statement. And I add in there what helps to ground 
all of that power. Because that's a lot of power, right? That's a lot of power in that first little line. And it's grounded with the statement, with humility and childlike faith. Humility is really this idea that I am not claiming to know anything about myself. And I, and I understand over the past five years, I have had my beliefs about me, my beliefs about life, my beliefs about relationships, about money, about sex, about purpose. I've had all of that torn down and rebuilt several times. So humility for me is never stepping into a situation saying, I know. It's stepping into a situation and saying, I understand. Here's what I understand today. I am willing to understand anew tomorrow. I'm willing to say that the lens that I'm looking at life through may not be the most powerful lens, may not be the most effective lens. My current lens may not be what truly helps me to activate my mission statement. And it's that sense of humility that allows me to say, you know what, okay, this belief I have about myself, it's not serving me. This belief that I have about how the universe works or how other people are, it's not serving me. It's not serving me to be my greater self. So you know what, let me check my ego at the door, put that belief aside and adopt a new belief, even if that new belief is very confronting. That's what humility is for me. And that's why I put that in the mission statement right after the statement where I'm activating that beast mode power. So play the game of experiencing life each and every day in full beast mode with humility and childlike faith. Now, childlike faith is a mother lover because having childlike faith, if you break down those words, right? Faith, I think everybody has a concept of faith, right? Faith for me is, is trust and surrender. When you have trust and surrender, you are activating your faith, that belief in something bigger than yourself. Childlike faith, you know, if you've been around kids, if you have kids, kids have this, this ability to simply believe something even if they can't see it, even if they don't understand it, they'll simply believe it because they have this innocent faith about them, right? They aren't carrying around this heavy ego, this heavy ego that might be jaded, that might be skeptical, that might be protective, that might be fearful. That's all of those things that, that get in the way of us having faith. So that's why I put childlike faith because really the way that children approach life is so pure it's so beautiful, that type of faith that they have in, in people, in themselves. And that's the type of faith that I want to have when I approach a situation that confronts the hell out of me and makes me feel scared. I want to have the faith in myself, faith in source, faith in my alignment, that I can flow through that experience in my beast mode, even when I'm scared shitless. So it's that childlike faith that I'm wanting to activate. The next part talks about while being authentic with my voice and choice and being all in. This podcast has been a beautiful place for me to practice authenticity. Because as I come to you every week, right, I don't come to you to tell you what to do. I've never... 
approach this show as a, a, the type of content where I say, here are the 10 things you do to have a happier life. Here are the three things you need to let go of to feel more fulfilled. I never want to do that. I, I choose to approach this show and my conversations with you as here's what I've experienced. Here's what I've hit my head against. Here's where I've failed. Here's where I've fallen. And here are the things that I use to help pull myself back up, right? And that's the authenticity. That's the authenticness that I, that I am playing for in my life. And it's authenticity in who I'm being, really showing up purely as myself and not having my masks on because I wore masks for so long. And some of that thinking and that, that processing is still in me to have those masks on. And those masks are simply fear, fear of how I'll be perceived, fear of being judged, you know, fear of what other people are going to think about me and compare me to other folks and different things. Like I, so I'll throw on all those masks to try to deflect all of that so that people can see what I want them to see rather than who I truly am. That's why I put authentic in my mission statement because that's who I truly want to be. Have that childlike faith while being authentic. And I wrote in here, authentic with my voice and choice. So for me, that's authentic with the things that I say, the words that I speak. Speaking my voice, you know, and for me as a, as a professional podcaster, my voice is something that I rely on. And so I want to make sure when I'm showing up and I'm exercising my voice as a tool to connect with somebody, I'm doing it authentically. I'm not here to, to, you know, masturbate all over the place and just tell you what you want to hear. I am sharing what really comes from my heart and I'm balancing that consideration and that courage depending on the situation. So that's what authentic with my voice. And then authentic with choice, well, I just like the way that it rhymed. <laughs> and really, authentic with choice, that's my actions. Those are the things that I do throughout the day. And that's showing up fully myself, making sure that with all of my actions throughout a day, throughout a week, that I'm, I am choosing things that are powerful because I want to live into what I said I wanted to become with my mission statement. That's what that authenticity is for me, right? And the next part says, and being all in, and all is capital A-L-L. And you know what that stands for, abundant loving life. So I'm being all in. I am all in on experiencing my abundant, loving life. And that for me, I mean, that really defines the season of life for me. That's, I mean, it's the name of the podcast, right? So that is, is, is something that I'm constantly playing for. How can I experience that abundance? How can I tap into that abundance? How can I be that abundant and not block that flow? Right? I block that flow when I'm thinking scarce thoughts. I block that flow when I'm comparing myself and my small s successes to other people. I block that flow when I'm judgmental and I'm critical of others or myself. Right? So being that abundant person, being that loving person, checking myself when thoughts come in my mind that make me feel a certain way, any type of way that I don't like, those thoughts probably aren't coming from a loving place. So it's about recognizing that, having awareness around that, checking myself around that, and then shifting those thoughts. And sometimes it happens easily, right? Sometimes I might step into a place, have a thought, and may think, dang, okay, 
that was judgmental. Let me shift that and come from a loving place. Other times, it takes other people to tell me that I'm not coming from a place of love, that I'm coming from a place of fear. And in those moments, I'm just super grateful that I've created folks around me. I've placed folks around me who will kick it to me real and just let me know, Matt, you are not showing up powerfully. That All that right there that you're doing, that's just fear. And so that's why I wrote being all in, because I want to be abundant and loving in all those areas of life, those six Fs, faith, family, friends, fitness, finance, and fun. I want to show up lovingly. I want to give love. I want to receive love. And I want to experience abundance in all of those areas. The next part of the mission statement is, as I surrender to a life of principles, love, and balance. So the concept of surrender is actually in here multiple times. It's in the mission statement earlier when I talk about faith, you know, because what activates faith is trust and surrender. So I put surrender in there a couple of times because that's been very challenging for me throughout the course of, of my life is surrendering. And a lot of times it looks like surrendering my ego and surrendering what I think I know. And, you know, I've talked about different challenges I've had in this show about in relationships with my spouse, with my family. And so many of those challenges occur because I am unwilling to surrender. And surrender does not look like putting your hands behind your back. <laughs> I've done that, right? I've been cuffed up before. It's not fun. Didn't feel like surrendering, right? Surrender is when you put your hands out in front of you and you put your arms up and you say, I'm done. I'm done resisting this. I'm done fighting this. I surrender. That is the powerful move that I am looking to, to do in those situations when I feel myself wanting to just continue to be in my denial, continue to justify playing small, continue to rationalize acting out of fear. In those moments, what I'm playing for is surrender. And what am I surrendering to? Well, I'm surrendering to a life of principles. Now, what are principles? Principles are universal truths. Principles are those things that do not change, no matter your sex, your age, your creed, your whatever. Principles are simply principles. An example of a principle is everything is energy. That's just a principle. You can try to fight it all you want, but everything in this life, in this universe, is energy. Thoughts are energy. Matter is energy, right? Everything is energy. That's simply a principle. So you can either fight that principle and misalign with it, go against it, or you can recognize its truth and just hop in line and say to yourself, oh, wow, so if everything is energy, then maybe I need to be more aware of the thoughts that I have in my mind when I first get out of bed in the morning. Boy, because normally my thoughts are around what I have to do in the day, what I don't have in the day, the things that I'm not looking forward to doing in the day. Wow, so that those thoughts are energy. Those, that energy is impacting how I begin my day. I wonder how that's carrying, you know, how that, that's carrying me through the rest of my day and how that's impacting my experience. Boy, so if everything is energy, maybe if I woke up in the morning and shared gratitude, huh, maybe things would shift. That's an example of how to use principle powerfully. 
So I want to surrender to a life of principles. I want to surrender to a life of love. Again, like the word surrender, love is in my mission statement in a number of forms. Remember when I said being all in, abundant, loving life? Love for me is, is it. You know, being love, being that person who is not afraid to open up their heart, first and foremost to myself, right? And, 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 and show myself love. Show myself some acceptance. So long I didn't accept myself. I didn't accept my skin color. I didn't accept my eye color. I didn't accept my height, my weight, my muscles, my intelligence, my charm, my voice. I didn't accept so many things about myself. I just rejected them and wanted to change them. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Love is about accepting and approving and embracing all of it. And when you start internally and you work on your ability to love yourself, then you're just so much more able to do that for other people. And as somebody who truly values relationships, I want to be able to bring my most powerful and loving self to those relationships. And what I understand in this point of my life is that in order for me to show up the most powerful that I can in those relationships, I need to make sure that I'm loving myself completely. So that's why I want to live a life of surrendering to principles and love. And the third thing that I'm surrendering to is balance. Balance. Now, a lot of times with balance, folks think that it's all about getting things into a perfect state and keeping them in that perfect state. That is not, first of all, that's not balance and that's not possible. There is no such thing as one state that you can get into, one place, one moment in time where, you know, your kids and every, everything's going great with your kids and everything's perfect with your job and you wake up with just enough time to get your exercise in and knock out those emails and feel great about yourself and meditate and you're able to get dinner on the table and you can tuck your kids in a bed and you can read all the great books you want to read and you can do all the art projects you want to do and you can make sure you have coffee with your friends every single morning and you can make sure that you talk to your mom and your dad and all of that. That's commonly what we think about when we think of this thing of balance, this work-life balance. And that's why people reject the idea of balance so strongly 
Because they say, no, that's not possible. Balance is, is not something you should achieve because it's totally impossible. There's no way that you can do and have all of those things at once. Balance for me is something different. Balance for me is understanding what roles are important for me at that moment in time, at that season in my life. Balance for me is making sure that I'm making deposits in each one of those roles, that I'm doing something that fulfills and activates myself in each one of those roles consistently. Sometimes it's on a daily basis, sometimes it's on a weekly basis. Those roles look like father, entrepreneur, leader, brother, husband, right, coach. All those different roles in my life, I want to make sure that in the times when they are most important, because that changes, right? Sometimes my role as a brother is, you know, I want to put more energy into my brother role in some moments than other moments. Sometimes with my business, I need to pour myself more into my business than at other times. So balance is first and foremost recognizing what roles are important to me and what does it look like for me to show up in those roles and be fulfilled in those roles. And then making sure that I am doing that dance because it is a dance. It's a little bit over here and a little bit over there and a little bit back here and a little bit over there, right? It's it's instead of this idea of balance where you get something like a yoga pose and you're perfectly still and you aren't moving, it's more like if you've ever seen somebody, um, maybe a, a performer balancing a... I have a friend, his name is Howie, and Howie does this trick where he'll balance a ladder on his chin. Huge ladder. He'll balance it on his chin. Now, when Howie's balancing a ladder, he's not stationary. His feet aren't planted. He isn't like a tree and has this thing perfectly balanced. He's moving. He's moving his body. He's shifting his weight. He's moving his his energy around as he's watching this ladder dance and he's dancing with it it's a it's a it's a counterbalance that's what i'm playing to surrender to surrendering to principles love and balance and for me there is you know a a a tool that helps me to achieve that dance and it's the it's the balance chart tool i've talked about it a couple of times already right in that tool i have habits that span all different types of things, physical habits, emotional habits, mental habits, social habits, sexual habits, all sorts of stuff that I make sure that I do on a daily and weekly basis that allow me to make those deposits in those different roles. That for me is balance. So the mission statement is being all in as I surrender to a life of love, principles, and balance in order to transform fear to love and scarcity to abundance. So Now we're at the point in the mission statement where I'm talking about what I want to do for the world, what I want to contribute to the world in this season of my life right now. And what I am playing for, what I am really wanting to contribute is to help people transform fear into love and scarcity into abundance. Now let's take it back So before I started talking about, or before I read my mission statement, remember how I said that mission statements aren't necessarily around goals. They aren't around specific things that you want to do, like writing a book. 
It's more like who you want to be and how you want to impact yourself, other people in life. Well, this part of my mission statement is a perfect example of that, the transforming fear to love and scarcity to abundance because there's a lot of ways that I could do that. There are a number of ways that I could transform fear to love, scarcity, abundance. And there are a number of ways that I am currently doing that. One way, for example, is I teach a conscious fitness class. In that class, I put people through all sorts of physical stress. Right? I put them through stressful situations. And I teach them how to transform their fearful thoughts, their fearful thoughts, which are, I can't do this, my legs hurt, my muscles are tired, I don't have the energy, how to transform those thoughts into loving thoughts, which allow them to access the power that's within them so that they can flow with whatever it is I'm presenting them. That's one way that I'm transforming fear to love. Another way that I'm transforming fear to love is through this podcast, through the content that I share, through the messages that I deliver. And I know this because you all tell me You all tell me that when you hear some of these messages, when you listen to some of these episodes, you connect with the stories that I share and the examples that I present, and that it helps you to activate those things within you to shift those scarce thoughts into more abundant thoughts, thoughts of possibility, to shift those fearful mindsets, those judgmental mindsets into more allowing, more embracing, more loving. So, There are so many different ways that I can impact you and impact the world through transforming fear to love and scarcity to abundance. That's why that's in the mission statement. And the last section says, as I flow in the conviction of peace. Flow for me is one of those things that Along with play, people who know me, people who, who know me intimately, find me a very easygoing flow person. And so flow for me has a couple of meanings. It means that, you know, I'm able to flow with situations and, you know, I can be very adaptive and, you know, like water, I can, you put me in a vessel and I can take the shape of a vase. You put me in a, a cup and I take the shape of a cup, right? I can flow and I can adapt and I'm just sort of like chill and cool like that. But flow is also, uh, I believe it was, oh man, I'm, I don't know the name, but uh, there's, an, there, there's a, an individual who talked about the concept of flow. It's when you get into some sort of activity where for you, all of your energy and all of your attention is in that activity. You are completely present. You are completely consumed. And time stands still. It's when you're doing something and you're, you're really in it and you're working and you're working and you look up and all of a sudden, four hours have gone by. And you're like, wait a minute, that, there's no way that, that, that happened. I, I swear, I just sat down to do this and you're telling me four hours have gone by? I don't feel tired, I feel inspired. That is flow. And so I'm playing to flow through life. I'm playing for more of those moments where I sit down and I am just in it. I am activated. You know, I feel like this episode right now, and if you could see me, you could see how I'm just, you know, I'm standing up and and I'm energetic and I really feel like I'm just in that state where things are standing still 
And I have no idea how long I've been talking for, but that's a beautiful thing because I feel like I'm in that flow state. So I put that in my mission statement because I'm planning to experience more of those flow states. And just to, to create that space, because you have to be intentional with those flow, those flow states, right? You have to really create that space in your calendar, in your day, in your week, that you can sit down and really get into whatever it is. Sometimes people flow with work. Other times people flow with their hobbies. For me, back when I was in college, I would flow with artwork. I would flow with painting. I was really big in the, in the sneakers and I love to customize and paint on sneakers and do all sorts of things. And so I would just spend like a whole weekend, I would just be in my flow state, you know, maybe 12 hours of just painting and time stopped. So that's why I put that in my mission statement to flow in the conviction of peace. The reason why I put the word conviction in there, and, and I've said this a couple of times, that in a mission statement, you want to you wanna create aspects of your mission statement that are further ahead from where you are. It's something you want to grow into. For me, conviction is something that I've been playing for. And that really is around boy, and this might, this might sound funny, uh, quote unquote, what I want to do with my life, right? Like, what is that thing that I really want to pour myself into 100% and feel so convicted? Maybe it's not a thing at all. Maybe it's a, it's a stance. Maybe it's a stance that I take. Maybe it's who I'm being. Maybe it's a message that I feel really that I can embody. Whatever it is, it's to feel that conviction, to feel so aligned with it, so fired up by it, that I will stand no matter what's coming at me, no matter what barrage is coming at me. I will stand strong because I am convicted. I put that in my mission statement so that I can live into that. There are some things that I think in my life approach the feeling of conviction, but I can't yet say that I am so lit up and I am so passionate, and I am, I am, I am so you know, committed to something that I am yet convicted. So I put that in there so that I could live into it. And the last word, you know, as I flow in the conviction of peace, that's also something incredibly intentional that I want to live into. And peace refers to the scale of consciousness from the book, Power Versus Force by David R. Hawkins. And so in this book, Hawkins breaks out in a, in a really beautiful way um, this map, this scale of consciousness. And so essentially, who you are being, if you took the collective of your thoughts, your emotions, your actions, how you showed up in every moment of your life, how you show up with all the different people in your life, and if you were to put them in a... In a you know, in a machine and sort of calculate the state of them, they fall somewhere on this scale. At the very bottom of the scale, you have things like shame, guilt, apathy, grief. You know, some people's average state is shame, guilt, apathy, grief. You know, and then as you move up the scale, you get to fear, desire, anger, and pride. And those are all known as the, the, the forceful elements, the forceful 
natures, right? All of those things require you to put a lot of energy into them because, you know, those are things that really deplete your health in one way or another. And on the scale, they're all sub 200. When you get into the 200s, now you get into power. And 200 goes courage, neutrality, willingness, acceptance, right? That go, takes you from 200 up to 350. Then you've got reason and love at 500, joy at 540, and peace at 600. I am playing for peace. I am playing for to be the person that when you take all of those things that represent me and I take the people who are closest to me, who know me the best, and I ask them to rate me on this scale, I come in at peace. That's what I'm ultimately playing for. I'm not there. I am not there. And so once again, I put things in my mission statement that I can live into. So there's certain aspects of my mission statement that represent where I am today. They represent the work that I've done over the past number of years. And then there's other aspects of my mission statement that represent where I want to be. And overall, I'm left with this incredibly amazing declaration for my life. To play the game of experiencing life each and every day in full beast mode with humility and childlike faith while being authentic with my voice and choice and being all in as I surrender to a life of principles, love, and balance in order to transform fear to love and scarcity to abundance as I flow in the conviction of peace. I love it. I absolutely love it. And there's a reason why the topic of mission statements has come up in four, five, six episodes of this podcast. It's probably one of my most recurring themes. Because, I mean, now you see how much intention goes into creating a personal mission statement. Now you see why you know, every word is crafted the way that it is and, and everything about it is so personal. And that were I to fully live into my mission statement to become that person, you can see and you can understand how I elevate, how my state of beingness rises. And you can see by my mission statement how that rise in my state of beingness ultimately impacts everyone that I touch. Transforming fear to love, transforming scarcity to abundance, and doing that in so many amazing and beautiful ways, all by who I am being. And in many cases, I don't have to do anything. I simply be me. I be me in accordance to that mission statement, and people's lives around me are transformed. That is who I'm playing to be. And so if that lights something up within you, if hearing that, if, if thinking about the possibility of that for yourself really just gets you feeling like, oh my gosh, I need to do this, start working on your mission statement. Start working on it. And I'm cooking up some cool resources because I truly want everybody to be able to have some version of a personal mission statement for themselves. You know, like I said, mine, I spent months working one-on-one -on -one with my coach to get to this type of mission statement. And you know, everybody may not want to go through that type of process. However, you can sit down and craft something for your life that you can use as your North Star. And I'll tell you how I use my personal mission statement. So I have it on my phone 
and every morning at 8.54 a.m., it pops up and I read it. And every single time I read it, every morning I read it, something new stands out for me and I know that that's the thing that I am, am going to be activating in that day. It's always something different. And you know, I really pay attention to what stirs within me when I read this. Sometimes it's not a great feeling that stirs within me. You know, and it's something that I'm not wanting to go into or not wanting to address. And I know, okay, I will live into my mission statement as I address that. The more willingness I am to surrender and to flow with things, I'm activating my mission statement. So I have it on my phone and it opens up every single day. And um, I haven't done this yet, but my intention is to write it on a note and paste it and stick it up right next to my bathroom mirror just so that it's always there when I go into my bathroom because I want to be seeing my mission statement multiple times a day. I want it to be in front of me multiple times a day. I also use my mission statement when I am feeling particularly fearful about something. If I'm feeling intimidated, if I'm feeling uncomfortable, I will read my mission statement and usually that first section gets me out of my head to play the game of experiencing life each and every day in full beast mode. I know what full beast mode feels like. I know what it feels like. I've been there many times. And so in those moments when I'm not in my full beast mode, normally I just need to read that once and I can get myself back in like, okay, this is what it looks like for you to show up powerfully in this moment. And you're going to do it. That's why I tell myself, you're going to do it because that's what you do. You show up powerfully. You show up in full beast mode. So I'll read my mission statement in moments when uh, I need a little bit of a boost. And um, it's going to be in my email signature as well. I want to do that tonight. So if you guys email me and, you know, and I answer my email for you tomorrow, you'll see in my, in my email signature my personal mission statement because I want you to hold me accountable to living into that mission statement. All right, this is me putting my order out into the universe. And when, we, when I put more energy behind it, when more individuals know my order, well, that's just more collective power behind making it come true, behind actualizing it. I've also shared my mission statement with my coach. I share my mission statement with anybody who I, I want them to get me on a deeper level. You know, if we're connecting intimately in some way, if we're going to meet up for coffee and talk about whatever, I'll send you my mission statement beforehand to say, hey, this is me. This is who I'm playing to be. Read this, you get a deeper understanding of, of who I am and what I'm about. So my mission statement is powerful. It's a, it's a really great, just amazing, like I said, declaration. And uh, it's something that I'm, I'm very excited to be able to share with you. And, you know, my hope is that you hearing mine and hearing all the reasons behind why I created it the way that I did, that it just inspires you to sit down, even if it's just five minutes, and to write out what you want to play for in this season of your life. And I want to hear your personal mission statement. So please share them with me. Share them with me. Shoot me an email and uh, just let me put some of my energy behind your mission statement as well. Because the more people that know what you're playing for, the more that it's going to come to fruition in your life.
And lastly, before I wrap up today, um, I have been flirting with getting onto Instagram and I've been flirting with, you know, really getting activated on Instagram. And I want to know how many of you are on Instagram and, and who uh, play in that arena frequently. So uh, I've already connected with a couple of you. And if you're on Instagram, you know, what I would love for you to do is take a screenshot of your phone as you're listening to this episode and tag me so that I know that, that you're there. And, uh, you know, if I start seeing more and more people are on it, I'm going to start showing up more consistently on Instagram because I have only used that account really to just browse other people's accounts. I think I've posted maybe 12 pictures of, of my daughter and I, and then I just use it to kind of, to just, you know, what, I, I forgot what the word is when you don't participate actively in something, you just kind of go and scroll through and check stuff out. But, um, I don't know, I've been flirting with the idea of, of being more active. So that is a great place for you to share your personal mission statement with me. So my Instagram handle is Matthew underscore Bivens. That's Matthew underscore B-I-V-E-N-S. And um, yeah, connect with me. Uh, I guess it's a follow on Instagram, right? So follow me and tag me. Take a screenshot of your phone as you're listening to this episode right now. Uh, if you're driving, don't do it now. Do it when you come to a stop. Tag me and, you know, send it over to me. How I'm still learning the lingo, right? So however I get notified, I'll be notified of it. And then, um, yeah, let me know your personal mission statements. And let's just, let's just be super intentional with the rest of, of this month, the rest of this year. Let's be so intentional with the lives that we're creating, right? And whatever version of your abundant, loving life, I want to support it. And I want you to, to activate it and I want you to experience it. So thank you so much for hanging out with me. This was a longer episode, but it was such a great one. And I am so thrilled for what you are creating. My name is Matthew Bivens and here is to you having it all. Quick note about the Having It All podcast. I am not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm a guy with a story and a passion for conscious conversation. My thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are my own. So please consult with your doctor or healthcare provider regarding any questions or issues you have related to your personal, physical, or mental health. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.